0: Welcome everyone, we're about to begin, Be'ez HaShem Shalom Bayez, Sheir number 382. We're going to talk today about how Simcha, the Etzem Simcha Sachayim, joy of life, that we need to develop within ourselves, that is a tremendous tool to enhance Shalom Bayez. When a husband and wife, a man or woman, individually have that inner Simcha Sachayim, they will have more beautiful, warm shalom bayis, And even if things are not rosy right now, there is with that Simcha Sachayim an opportunity to heal and to grow and to transform. And that's why we're going to talk about the importance of Simcha Sachayim and how to go about it. Decades of research have shown that changing our external circumstances does not make us happier. Now, we can't downplay it. So, for example, for all of you, anyone who says money is nothing, it's a lie. Money is something. Money has value. We need money to pay bills. We need money to do mitzvahs. And to downplay the fact that, you know, if someone has no money and they're financially very, very tight, that it's not a big stressor, is lying. There's no question that for certain basic aspects you need money to function to take away that, you know, that, that, that burden, that financial burden that comes with being in poverty. But at the same time, when you hit a certain level of that, you're able to take care of more or less your basic needs. And even if you can't afford to go to Florida, or you can't afford a big house, but a rather a small house, but you have enough, then One needs to know, and it's hard, it's counterintuitive, because we always believe the other one is happier because they have more, or that will be happier because we have more. That changing our external circumstance will not make us happier. Or another way, as one author put it, it's not rearranging things on the outside of life that's going to make a permanent impact. It's rearranging things on the inside. And the good part is, is we can learn through all the chazals and the svarim hakdashim and, of course, from sources that base themselves on Chazals or Torah-based thoughts, that we can restructure our internal landscape by repeating practices that will help us and deepen our Simchas HaChayim in life. And one also big reason why happiness is so elusive and we lack the Simchas HaChayim is because we have a negativity bias, which means it's our human tendency to focus more on the negative than on the positive. And that is what it is. One psychologist said it this way. The brain is like Velcro for bad experiences and Teflon for good ones. It's well documented. When someone has painful or traumatic experiences that are so deeply in our memories that they overwhelm our entire lives while positive experiences sort of slip away. Now, there's a reason behind it is that because the brain is meant to protect us So it protects us from harm, so we experience this anxiety or these warning signs and these red stop signs, be careful, be careful, be careful, because it it protects us from getting hurt. But we don't know how to practice how to realize that we need to put the brakes on that, and we need to know when yes and when no. So we can't just rely on our brain, because our brain will always look for those bad experiences to be careful of, will always be that pessimistic. Pessimistic mindset. And we need to override that idea of being intentional, focusing on joy, focusing on, in, on gratitude, focusing on any given positive emotion, and then paying attention to it to turn it into actual thoughts of happiness, clearing those neuro pathways in the brain like we discussed Tushyurim ago on neuroplasticity, and to in, inculcate in us a habit of kindness and curiosity that will help us grow as a human being and as a husband and as a wife. So there's a few eights to do that. One of them, and I know I need help with this very often because I don't naturally smile often because I'm distracted or whatever the reason is, but smiling, practicing the mirror to smile, uh, 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 even if it's a slight but real smile on the lips, that is a very, very um, powerful thing that science has can been confirmed this that a smile intends to send biochemical messages to our nervous system that relax our flight fight response or our, our 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 freeze response and that is so true so in other words we need to understand we listen to the chazal when Shammai said in Perkayavis have a odam because that is what we're supposed to do. Torah says it, Shammai says it, Yavis, so we do it. Be Macabal people with a pleasant, smiling face. So, But the bottom line is, the deepness of Chazal is, built into it is, they knew what we know thousands and thousands of years later, that this savor Potim Yafais is not only doing a chesed for the other Jew that's experiencing this chesed of your pleasant demeanor towards him or her, but also that you yourself are becoming kinder and happier and have developing more simcha chagim by the very smile by the very savor upon your and of course gratitude thank you thank you some would say that you know that is Dayenu. of all the shvachim to 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 say Hu, and for everything to prayers to do if you express Gratitude is dayenu. And sometimes it's not easy when you you know in a, in a difficult situation, and I acknowledge it, it's not easy when you are scared, when there is an illness, when there's an obstacle, but it is something that science has proven, and Chazal knew from who knows how long ago, from the time Moshe gave the Torah of Sinai, that that there is a link between gratitude, and heightened levels of positive emotions. And it's the foundation of well-being, and it decreases depression, it increases resilience, it improves sleep, it has a decreased risk of cardiovascular disease, it helps for better and stronger relationships, including the romantic one between a husband and a wife. This attitude of gratitude improves the atmosphere of the workplace, when you're grateful to employees, they perform perform their jobs more effectively. They're more satisfied at work. They show more respect towards their co-workers. Research links gratitude to broadening the modes of thinking and creativity. And how much so, more so in our own home in the Shalom bias, with a husband and wife expressing this gratitude. Living in a state of gratitude is a gateway to, to grace, a great way to Shalom, a great way to connecting Takadesh Baruch Sometimes if it's hard and if you're an introvert then privately you express gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch You write a letter. Sometimes it's very hard. I'm telling you, it's it's sad that people who are married, they have difficulty expressing HaKaras to their husbands and wives. And this is something we have to fight. And you write a letter and then ultimately say it or read it out loud. Show how much HaKaras you have for your husband and wife. It builds Goodwill, not just to the one who is receiving those healing, kind words, but from the one who is saying it. The speaking about gratitude breeds more gratitude. Separate studies have shown that the use of gratitude, that participants spend ten, five or ten minutes at the end of each day writing in detail about three things, large or small, that went well that day, results in better increased happiness. Enhance well-being, better access of positive memories, reducing stress, and just flourishing better in life. And I started that practice, and I stopped it, and I have to continue it again. I have one daughter that does it. And you could take a small notebook, so you don't have to write much, just four or five sentences a day of things that did go well that day. Thank you, Hashem, that it went well that day. And appreciate those four or five isolated points, and one or two of them should be pertaining to to your husband or to your wife, HaKar Es to them for something that they did or for something that you benefited in your marriage that HaKadosh Baruch gave to you. And this is so important when we have stressful days. When you have 10 things that did go wrong or were stressful, but you have 10 or 20 things that did, did went right and were not stressful, but of course our brain focuses on the pessimistic aspect like we explained. But if we write it down and focus and verbalize, Thank you, Hashem, that this went well. Thank you, Hashem, that that went well. Thank you, Hashem, for my husband doing this for me or being who he is. And thank you for giving me the wife for who she is and all these tremendous things that he or she has done for me today. And you pick one thing that was done today. That grows tremendously in your Simcha Sachayim. So the smiling and the gratitude. The next thing is to be generous, to be giving simple acts of chesed and with your wife or husband making them a tea doing small aspects of chesed and you look at it that way you look at it that way when you're taking out the garbage you're doing a chesed for your wife when your wife is preparing some meal she's doing a chesed for her husband you you look at it as an act of simple kindness you do it for strangers too you know you give up a parking space for another driver if you're not in a rush You treat your wife with special flowers or a nice note, something for your husband, and so so on. So that cultivating a generosity of an act of kindness towards one another will enhance greatly shalom bias. The seeing the good in others, and seeing the good in your husband or or your wife. You know, that is a real key, because basically is, is when you walk into a room... And, and, and someone dislikes you, basically is saying that I know all your flaws and mistakes and vulnerabilities, and I see the worst in you. How much could the opposite atro- approach happen when you see the good in you, where you see the positive in you, that could actually build you up, and we can learn to see the good in others and ultimately the good in ourselves? Like we said in the last year, that's a healthy self compassion when you see the good in yourselves. In Shalom Bayes, just as much as we stress that I need you as a wife to see the good in your husband, I need you to see as a wife the good in yourself. Same thing with the husband. As much as I tell, say, see the good in your wife, I need you to see the good in yourself as a husband. Empathetic joy is another one. Empathetic joy is, this is something that's hard because when we look, if we were, let's say, by a, a Shabbos with another couple or whatever it is, and we clearly see that they, they do get along and they love each other, to be happy for them, to be happy for them. I know it's not easy when one owns marriage is struggling somewhat. It is not easy. But just like we talked about way back in the sheer in childless childlessness, where one doesn't have children yet, and they're happy even though it hurts, you know, that their their contemporaries are having children or one after the other and they're struggling to conceive. But to be genuinely happy for that simcha, for that joy of that other your friend that is having that those children, and so on and so forth. The same applies over here when you're genuinely happy for other people, including their marriages, and say, Yirbu Yerbu Shalom bayis be Yisrael, That helps you. I will say something that what the Chafetz Chaim said, and I saw this in a few places in the Kol Kisrei. I just don't remember exactly where I saw it, but he says it more than once. And listen very carefully. Listen very, very carefully. You had a few sons that, that, that get the, 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 the king, their father was a king and their father was a wise person, and the father gave to each son a certain chalik of whatever they needed financially or whatever it was. And one of them got a lot less. One of them got a lot less and felt bad by the fact that they got a lot less. At first they were quiet about it, then they realized they really need more and they need to ask their father for more. So the one that got less or felt they got less went over to the father and said to the father like this, Father, I appreciate everything you do. I love you very much. Thank you for what you did give me. I see my brothers got more. Whatever it is, you know what's best. But I will say this. I don't want to I feel I a lack and I don't want to Khalilah fight with my brothers. I let them have kolakovod whatever you want to give them betis more and more. That's fine. I don't want to fight with them. I don't Khalilah I don't want to fight with them. I want to be shalom between us, but I'm just asking for what I'm lacking. Please please give me what I need in this and this. And, and 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 the father had such nachasruach from this that the that the son chose instead of being resentful and jealous and causing arguments and jealousies with his brothers for having more, that he went straight to the father and just said, Please grant me a little more. He had such nachasruach that he gave him even double. And this is a lesson in life that when we're lacking something, instead of being jealous of somebody else, to turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say Kain Yerbu for them, but please grant me also for what I need. So if you see Shalom Bayis, Baruch Hashem, and other households, you say, Kain Yerbu, they should continue with their Shalom Bayis. They should have beautiful marriages. And I don't want to cause any Ein Haris. I don't want to be jealous of anybody. I don't want to have any um, um, negative feelings towards anybody, or any jealousy or Ein hara. like I said. All I want is to please Hashem grant us the Baruch to also have that Shalom Bayis, and have everything we need and the panosa that comes with it and nachasruach. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu has such Sipika nafesh out of this because he says, look at, look at my child. He is not looking and, and with Ayn haras and with jealousy and with sinas Chinam towards others that may have a little or a lot better than them right now in many ways. But instead they're turning straight to me. Instead they're turning straight to me, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and asking me, please give me. And with that there is a tremendous growth and sipik anafesh of 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 ruach that he for sure will shower on you that Bayis request and those other tivis requests that Baruch baruchu will be so happy to give you so again will be mamshuk. but the key behind this year, the kudesach the the is is to have and develop a Simcha chayim which will directly enhance the shalom bias, the smiling, the gratitude, the writing about the gratitude. Part of it is writing specifically about the good points of your husband and your wife. Generosity, kindness, seeing the good in others, seeing the good in your wife, seeing the good in your hu- husband, an empathetic joy for others that while you're asking for things that you are lacking, you're not jealous. It's not coming from an ayin hara. It's not coming from senes chinam. You're not upset that someone else has a bigger apartment. Can Yerbu let them have a big apartment? But please, Hashem, help us be able to afford. It's hard with six children in one or two bedrooms. I'm not on a high madrega, And I really, please give us the yichaylis. And you daven Hashem. And he has such sipik on nefesh. That you have a leif toiv, male leif happy of other people's fortunes. That let them have what they have. But kavod. Let them have beautiful Shalom Bayas. Let them have Aisha Vachavayd. Let them have large apartments. Let them have Nachas from their children. But please help me and give me what I need. HaKadosh Baruch was so happy with that, of that joy and that Ahavashinim that you have when you're asking that Bakasha, that'll be Mamala, your Bakasha, the Ratzan Bracha